Kia and welcome to Jewels from NZ. But this is not your average Aotearoa or Glitter episodes, oh no. This is August, and as we know, the month of August is for RPG. So welcome back to the RPG A Day, Fader Bison Takeover episode. Last day, day 31, it's time for the thank you. But Jules, you already said your thank yous in the last episode. Yep, I did that on purpose because what I wanted to use this episode to do was to thank D&D 5E. And that sounds like a weird thing because it's an innate system which exists whether I, <laughs> whether I exist or not. But I have, I have... The things I have in my life, the people I have in my life, the experiences that I have in my life, the joy that I have in my life, and even now my partner that I have in my life because of D&D 5e. And so I think it's um, probably really important to acknowledge that. Um, the system basically meant that this podcast happened. Um, we decided to do it based around that because we thought 5e would be more accessible to people. And... I think it was. I think it was the right call. And I, I, the people that I've met because of this podcast and the things that I have had the opportunities to do because of this podcast are insane. Um, I have um, been to so many conventions, um, done so many awesome photo shoots, met so many incredible people also doing the same thing as me or just who who know of me because of the podcast and because of the system. Um I have been invited to DM for all these different um, like private functions and public functions and all of these kind of things. Um, I I have been um, sponsored basically by a reputable uh, New Zealand bar, uh, beer company um, to come and be part of the launch of their new beer brand, which was very fun. Um, I... Uh, have recently been asked to be part of a panel at Armageddon, which is like our big um, con, our big like, you know, everybody gets dressed up and there's panels to talk to famous TV and movie people and cosplayers and um, all of that kind of stuff. And you can get signatures from people and, and walk around and buy a lot of merch and crap for all these different, um, all the different fandoms and stuff. You know, it's like one of those kind of conventions. So ours are called Armageddon. Um, and this year there's going to be some panels about D&D. And uh, I have been invited to sit on a panel and talk about D&D, which is pretty exciting. And just recently, I got to do something kind of amazing. Um, very recently, in fact, the main reason why my RPG episodes have been um, a little delayed in places uh, and coming out and definitely not on the same day is because I've been a little busy. I've been a little busy planning a, um, a pretty important D&D uh, &D DM slot. Uh, I was running a game for five hours um, and I knew I was going to be running for five people who would then pull out after an hour and a half and then switch in um, through uh, five new people playing similar characters because they had the same base character stat block 
but in a completely new and awesome way. Um, and that would have been, that was going to be at the end of a 24-hour run of a charity stream, live stream, um, raising money for a a charity called Starship Foundation, which um, basically, like, to slim it down for you, they help um, kids with uh, medical problems who end up in the hospital and their families, and they get them better technology, better care, um, and they um, have their own, like, air ambulance and stuff, which enables kids to get faster treatment um, when things go horribly wrong. So a great charity to support, um, something I was really proud to be a part of. And um, I knew that I wanted to be – I was going to be the end DM. Um, my responsibility was going to be to wrap up everything that everybody during the charity stream had done in their own three-hour blocks. So every – other DMs, seven other DMs um, were given three-hour blocks each and then with some small time for changeovers and bits and pieces like that. Um, everybody bought just amazing, incredible adventures to the table. All of our players, and there was like something like, I don't even know, 60 of them um, because, you know, five players switch in and then switch out and then, you know, it was it was craziness, utter craziness. Um, and... Um, so all of them bought everything, like so much ingenuity, so much creativity, so much energy to the table, you know. We were putting everything into this. And so I knew my adventure had to be good. And I spent a lot of time planning in it, prepping it, setting up a Roll20 for it, like choosing some music that might be cool for it. Um, I've been doing a lot of thinking around it and what I wanted the game to feel like and sound like and, and um, what I wanted people to go away with, um, how I would um, work in these uh, donation opportunities. So the stream, um, part of the donations was, I mean, people donated during the stream and, and we were thankful for every single cent that we got from people. But if you donated $20, um, you were enabled to put a message on that with like whose net 20 that was going to be. So if you donated $20, you basically gave a net 20 to somebody. Um, and then if you donated $50, you got to cast a wish in the world. And as much as the DM could, would work with that wish and put it into their game. Um, as long as it wasn't anything dumb, the mods were holding anything from us that was like, I cast $50 wish for the entire party to be TPK'd. And we were just like, cool, we'll keep your money, but we're not going to do that because it's dumb. Um so we were, they were filtering anything like that out. So anything that got to me was thought about and thought I could probably run with. So there you are. You have this adventure that you have planned. Um, you've tried to balance it all out with uh, these level 20, by the way, characters that I was working with um, and how it was going to be a fun time, but a, a, like some good role play, some, some, um, some chance for some combat, some um, opportunities for them to show off and do those things but without it like just being a constant just numbers roll constantly um, just oh, I roll this and this and this and this because level 20 can be a bit like that at times you know it's just lots of dice rolling and endless turns you know turns that take 10 minutes you know so I wanted to kind of get away from that sort of stuff and I was doing a lot of work around how I could do that you know what would that would look like and how I could paint pictures with um, things so it was interesting to watch on the stream and and also I was the big bad so uh, I basically made my big bad be a DM who 
had no imagination left, thought she'd seen it all before and everything was boring now and she just wanted to tear down the world and break it because nothing new could possibly exist anymore. So what was the point? Let's just get something new and break this to pieces because I'm done with it all. I'm bored by it, right? So that was kind of my big bad, um, was destroying the multiverses. And the whole point of the game was to prove that even though these five characters had the same stat block and the same um they had certain rules they had to obey the names had to be basically the same you could have a nickname that was around it but like you know the character's name was max um so it was about they were like they were calling themselves maximilian or min max or you know like all of these different variations on the name max you know so like that kind of stuff we we gave them rules and then told them to break them you know in a way that that still (laughs) obeyed the rules, you know? And and we did that to force, like, creativity, like, to showcase to everybody watching the stream that even though these characters are base and you may think of them as boring, look at all the different things that were possible. Look at all the creativity that these players brought to that. Look at how different every single game was. Look at what each DM did, you know, given, like, three hours and a base set of, you know, we, we knew we had to hit a couple of points and, you know, all these amazing adventures that happened and all these crazy improv NPCs that happened um one of the wishes I got given was to bring back (laughs) oh god to like basically have a whole lot of these different NPCs that had happened during these 24-hour streams just appear to help the characters at the end um which meant that my map went from being like you know, these crazy big monsters, because I was throwing, like, Cthulhu at them, astral dreadnoughts at them. I had it um, that they were echoes, so, like, the DM wasn't able to pull the whole thing into being. It was, like, a weird shadowy echo of it. So I wasn't really tracking HP so much as how many times they hit it. So just, like, did they get a good hit in? Yeah. Did they get a really good hit in because they'd had, you know, they credit or whatever? That counts as a couple. Yeah, cool, let's get it down. Let's do a thing. Um, I was ignoring some things, like resistances, and um, weaknesses and that kind of stuff. I was just ignoring that for the sake of, you know, because it's an echo. He's a, um, he wasn't able to bring the whole thing into being with his imagination. He just brought a shitty version of it into place. And that's kind of how I was getting around that, which meant that some of that numbers game of like a level 20, you know, um, game was kind of null and void, which was awesome. So um, that's what we were working with. And then, then my map just kind of filled up with, um, it's an in-joke. You had to kind of be there, but Kevin's basically. Right from like the third slot, there was a Kevin that got adopted. Uh, it was a xenomorph drone, like from aliens. Um, and they fell in love with it and they made it their friend and their pet. So um, there was a xenomorph drone called Kevin and I think he died. And then in the next game, there was a throwback to Kevin and bringing Kevin back. Um, but it wasn't a xenomorph drone. It was a something else. Like he got reincarnated in a different body or whatever. And then that died. And then there was the, all these other like throws to that because all the DMs are so invested in what each other were doing. We were paying attention. We were finding out what was happening and we were, um, you know, pulling those little threads through in our games as well, which was amazing to watch. And so by the time it got to me, there was a wish cast for all the Kevins to return. And um, my map just filled up like crazy filled up there was a draculich and a purple worm and like there was so much stuff and it all just kind of happened at once um and i just kind of like freaked out and then some lovely person actually one of my partner's good friends um saw all of this happening and cast a wish for um the dm to be able to clear the board 
basically, in some fun way. Um, and that he would take responsibility for that because it was his wish, but he could see me struggling, so he wanted to help. And that was probably the best wish cast of the entire game because it meant that my Astral Dreadnought that was on the board swallowed all of the Kevin's hull um, and then was defeated by another wish that came in at the same time for another different type of Pokemon to come in and help the players. So, um because they were also fighting Mewtwo, um, which was really fun. <laughs> so, like, there was all these different worlds and all these worlds collided and, and it was it was an incredible game. Um, just incredible. Uh, there's actually a YouTube clip to it, so if you're at all interested, I, I will post that um, in the episode link so that you can go and have a look at this 24-hour stream craziness. Be aware it is 24 hours of video, so you're in for a treat um, with all these different DMs running through from level 1 to level 20 and all of the different flavor that means. Um, it's an incredible watch an incredible listen um i would encourage you to listen to it but i also recognize it's a massive time investment so don't if you can't but it is there it exists and it's a, it's a very fun time um but at the end of that um we got i got to be there for because i helped quite a lot during um the setup of this and 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 the planning for it because obviously me being the ndm and me trying to wrap everybody's stories up into a big thing and also playing the big bad by the way the big bad appears at several different points during the 24 hours so i was up all night in a crazy costume with led lights hanging in my eyes and robes and the room and pitch black and it was it was mental I was up all night just appearing randomly to be aggressively a big bad DM um not that they knew I was a DM at that point you know the big bad wasn't a DM they didn't know that um and I still don't know if they do know that but the the big bad does get sucked inside the DMG at the end so I was kind of hoping that might be <laughs> obvious um but yeah, so at the end of it, I got to sit there for the wrap up. And it was then that we found out that we didn't just smash our 5k total of fundraising for an amazing charity. Um, all of the people that were watching, and this makes me want to cry again, all the people that were watching and supporting and thinking that we were doing amazing things and just invested in our stories and wanting to be a part of our stories and then wanting to give that money to charity for a great cause, um, and just really behind us all for what we were doing. There were so many um, donations that came in for the players that were on that slot because their family, their friends, you know, their whatever were watching and just supporting them. And it was just so great to see so much D&D love and support. There were so many messages from mums being like, I don't really understand what's going on, but it looks exciting, honey, and I'm here and I'm watching, you know. There was a lot of that going on, which just didn't used to be a thing. You know, a lot, of, a lot of misunderstanding around it and stuff, but being able to do something this big and this awesome um, with a hobby that I feel, I love so much and feel so passionately about, we raised $6,385 for a charity by playing D&D. And I think that's the biggest and most impressive thing I've ever done in my life. Um, honestly, like something that I had... Um, that much of an impact on because that money is going to go to help sick kids in real tight and tough situations and families that are doing it hard and I couldn't be more proud of being involved with that and um and I have nothing to thank but but my love for D&D 5e and my rediscovery of it and um the amazing people who have supported me to be a better DM all the time um and and really grown me and pushed me to do these things so um yeah 
I, 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 I've been rambling for a really long time and I've cried now again on this podcast. How many times am I going to cry on Jules from NZ? Oh my God. Um, it was just really big and, um, yeah, I, I, I guess that goes some way to explain why I feel like I need to thank D&D 5e for the things that has given me and the things that has given other people, um, that I've been able to help do. So thanks. Thanks for supporting me to do this. Kia ora and thanks for joining me in this Jules from NZ RPG A Day Takeover episode. I hope you're enjoying getting to know the fate of Eisen some more. Tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks for my gems, James, Jason, Barry, Liren, KP, Ezekiel and Joey. And a big thanks to you for listening. We'll be back to NZ and Glitter episodes in September, but August is for RPG. Inohora ka kite anō. Goodbye and see you again soon. Mwah.